Welcome to the Review Crew. With Fran and Emma. What's up, reviewers? It's your co-host, Fran, a toddler mom, millennial, baker, co-host of this podcast, The Review Crew. And it's Emma, the other co-host, aspiring minimalist, native Californian, mm. current New Yorker, mm-hmm. um, person going through IVF, but on a break, mm-hmm. loving the break. Yes. Living the break, laughing the break. <laughs> we love to live <laughs> and laugh the break. I love a break. I love a break. Yeah, and that's me. That's lovely. Lovely. Um, How are you doing today, my friend? I'm doing very good. You know, I found out yesterday that it's a Pokemon Go event weekend mm. and kind of missed yesterday. So I went out today, went into Manhattan, mm-hmm. caught some Pokemon, walked around, mm-hmm. went into a store, thought about how I don't have any money that I want to be spending on clothes right now, walked out <laughs> of the store with nothing. Mm-hmm. Caught more Pokemon. Went to Trader nice. Joe's. Got some lunches for the week. Mm. Basically, that's been my day. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that okay. sounds ideal. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I love that you are still a Pokemon goer because I do feel like for a while it like swept the nation and then it yeah. really oh, yeah. tapered off because like I definitely played it for a hot minute, but it was it was literally you a hot minute. Literally introduced me to it. I don't remember that happening. <laughs> when we were like walking around the JC and like catching Pidgeys and stuff. Oh, that that's awesome. You. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Well, I love, I love that. And then I love that I immediately forgot and that it has carried on for you though. <laughs> How would you rate Pokemon Go? Pokemon Go. Good question. Mm-hmm. I rated a nine out of 10. Very mm-hmm. fun. Does cause me to probably put my life in danger by almost walking into traffic. Mm-hmm. And I, also, you know, they, they charge you for every little thing, like any mm-hmm. game, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's a bummer. But other than yeah. that, the gameplay is amazing. The characters are great. I love mm-hmm. it. Got to Pokemon Stellar. Yeah. Um, if good. you Did you watch Pokemon when you were a kid at all? Or did you play the card game or collect cards? I never, I mean, I had a few cards. I never got into the cards. I did play the Game Boy games and I watched the show like maybe a few times. I wasn't like mm-hmm. super into the show. I, yeah. I was mo- mostly into the Game Boy games, but even that, I like barely knew how to play it. Yeah. We did not have the Game Boy games. I remember I watched the show a bit. It was definitely like, I feel like for me as a kid, I just like, I may have brought this up on the podcast before, but I've like, I just, like, didn't understand how TV worked. Like, I didn't understand that shows were played on the same day and same time. So (laughs) I feel like there was almost no show that I followed as a child because I, like, couldn't figure out when it was on. So it was just, like, if Pokemon was on, I wanted to watch it. But I never watched it that much because it just was, like, like, I just felt like all shows sort of were an act of God just sort of happened (laughs) randomly, unpredictably by some sort of all-powerful being of TV. So I just sort of randomly watched episodes but I always really liked it um and I did collect the cards and I only wanted the cute ones and then (laughs) I remember and this is like very much a story of my childhood I feel um which is that my mom bought me Pokemon cards but they were like off-brand Pokemon cards (laughs) where all of them were like metallic and holographic and I was like wow and I and I like me as a person, me as a child, did not understand the concept of off-brand. I thought that I had cool, unique stuff mm-hmm. and, like, didn't really understand what was going on. So 10 out of 10 to my mom for always finding the cheaper option and nailing it with, like, very dumb things that I wanted as a child. <laughs> um, 
But then, like, kids would not trade cards with me. And I'm like, but they're all holographic. Like, they're really cool. They're all holographic. And, like, no one would trade cards with me. Um, So I never got that into it. (laughs) That's very cute. I love that. I Uh, love it, too. I feel like what you were saying about TV kind of was my style as a kid, too. Like, I don't know. I was very into, like, the weekend cartoons in the morning. But it's kind of just, like, whatever was on was what I would watch. Right? Like, I didn't have a concept that, like, if I were there at 8 a.m. every morning like that is why it was the same show it wasn't like an accident that like I happened to find the same show yeah Um, interesting never thought about that yeah I don't know good times good times Uh, (laughs) the 90s classic 90s nostalgia people love it people love it it's very in right now we were meant for that um yeah I'm a little bit low energy right now um Because I did go to bed at midnight because we had fam staying the night. It was nice. We stayed up and we're chatting. And then Sylvia was like, what if I woke up at 4 a.m. And then just kind of talked about our family that was staying. Like said their names over and over again. (laughs) Said poo-poo and pointed her diaper over and over again. Having definitely not Um, (laughs) poo-pooed. I changed her anyways because I'm like, she did have a totally wet diaper. So I'm like, I'll, I'll just change you right now. Maybe you're just uncomfortable. Um, she did stop saying poo-poo over and over again, but she did not go back to sleep and just kept sort of like rolling over on my face over and over again, like trying hmm. to use my face as a pillow, got up and rocked her, sang to her, and she got very relaxed in my arms and just stared <laughs> into my eyes. <laughs> also not sleeping just That's very slowly sweet, though it is and it's also hell <laughs> like, and like I gave and she also she was she's been having some snot this week like I, like I don't even know if I could call it a cold it's just like oh you just have snot now um no other symptoms um mm. so I gave her a tissue because she really doesn't like having her nose be dirty so she's just like staring into my eyes sleepily and shredding a tissue and then I'm, like, too tired to keep doing it. I don't want to be standing up rocking her anymore. So I put her in bed. And she kind of curls up for a while and then starts rolling about again. And then finally, Steven got up and he did the second round of rocking. And she nice. finally didn't go to sleep in his arms. Like, fell asleep. And then as soon as he put her on the pillow, like, I fell asleep while he was rocking her and singing to her. And then I woke up as he's putting her down onto the bed. And then I wake up to see her wake up as soon as she's sit- set down. <laughs> oh god um but she did just kind of roll over and curl up and stay there and then fall back asleep right next to steven which is cute but like i have no idea how long i was awake at four in the morning too long after going to bed at midnight and then i got up at seven with her because i'll basically i slowly open my eyes because i'm waking up a little bit because she's moving and then her face is just in my face mama mama (laughs) oh she's so cute she is that's a lot it was it was a lot it was a lot especially because yesterday i worked my normal shift from five to one and it was like hella busy which I would say I mean we've discussed it before that when you're busy at work it's a five out of ten because it's like one your day goes by faster but two who wants to work hard but I haven't had a day where I'm like running all day since like the holidays just because Mm -hmm. I took some days off this week and like we had an event that I was making desserts for oh it was like super busy and I came home was getting a nap nap I lay down for about 10 minutes with Sylvia who refused to allow it and then the family arrived and I babysat my three nephews for some hours which was extremely fun extremely loud 
10 out of 10 to my nephews who I love so much. Um, but I'm exhausted. Yeah, that's exhausting. <clears throat> but yeah, family's yeah. good. Yeah, no, it it was super fun. I would would do again. Got pizza, ten out of ten. We got take and bake from the cheese board in Berkeley. So you went to the Berkeley on uh, Saturday morning. Yeah, fucking ten out of ten pizza. Um, what kind? It was just like a margarita pizza. Hmm. Um, and it was great. It was just like, just like really, just really good. And it was just really good. I don't know. Hard to go wrong with pizza. And we That's like true. watched Avatar: The Last Airbender. After Sylvia's bedtime with the boys. Um, nice. And they were just, just like little wild beasts. And I love them. Yeah. Did baby Francis like go to sleep at the same time as Sylvia? Mm, no. <laughs> he, <laughs> he's very much on a baby schedule. Because he's yeah. only like nine months now. Which means that sometimes he's like, I'll sleep all the time. And sometimes he's like, I'll sleep never. Yeah. Um, so at some point after she went to sleep, when I was watching we were watching TV. I put him in like the front pack mm-hmm. um, and he slept for probably like 45 minutes. So I was like at eight. He slept for probably like 45 minutes to an hour. And then my sister and brother-in-law got back. Um, and then he was like, Oh, I'm refreshed from my nap now. And then I think he was just <laughs> awake for like another hour and a half because he was just like, well, now I'm so refreshed. I took nice. a beautiful little nap in the <laughs> evening and now I'm ready to stay up late and party. And by party, I mean, just kind of sit here and yell at you <laughs> periodically. <laughs> Uh, he's babies. extremely cute extremely cute and chubby he is very cute yeah Eats well, food. but yeah that's um yeah so i'm just coming in a little a little sleepy nice i was gonna i was like agreeing with you like yeah i'm tired too i'm actually not because i had starbucks coffee this morning i've been like on a caffeine journey you know this yes i was going decaf for a while after our transfer i switched to half calf for a while whatever mm-hmm. this morning i did full not even Ooh. just full caffeine but starbucks full caffeine which is like i feel like starbucks is like absolutely jacked with caffeine mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i got a lot of energy frankly oh yeah you pumped <laughs> what um what drink did you get thank you for asking i got a cold brew with like salted caramel cold foam Ooh, very good the cold Yum. foam is so good guys even i didn't know that. that was a thing no very good because it gives you the sip through cup so it's like a sippy cup instead mm-hmm. of with a straw and i just love yes. i love a sippy cup yeah no, i mean not a real one but the, the starbucks ones you know what right I mean? right yeah exactly it really nice. like it i definitely prefer that i mean we've discussed paper straws in the past right. but i'm like the sippy cup is much i would say preferred over compostable yeah. straw um and okay so for, for cold sure. foam is it like do they just like steam like they they still steam milk and make the foam and then just scoop it onto a cold drink so it like immediately chills or like what's the here's you know? what they do it's basically just soft whipped cream they basically just oh, blender like yeah. cream maybe mixed with milk I think it's like not fully whipped cream you know because it's not like stiff or anything it's just mm-hmm. like a nice soft cream wow topping yeah very okay, good that's extremely delightful it's almost enough to make me seek out a Starbucks but you know I'm not a Starbucks gal. <laughs> and also, like, not only am I not a Starbucks gal, like, but there's like no Starbucks in Vallejo, which is insane nice. to live anywhere where there's not. It's, I mean, well, it's not like there's because we're full of little cute cafes. There's like two cafes in this town, and there's like a Starbucks and a Safeway, and like maybe one other Starbucks somewhere else. Because I'm like, that is like why I would ever go to Starbucks because it's extremely convenient. Yeah. But it would actually at this point be extremely inconvenient for me to try and go to a Starbucks. <laughs> 
like I feel like the point of Starbucks is that it's extremely like either if you really like sweet coffee drinks, I feel like that's the point of Starbucks. The other point is that it's extremely convenient and consistent everywhere. Yeah. And then it's just like, but it's not convenient here. It's like extremely out of the way. So there is literally no reason for me to go. I also experienced that when I moved to Washington Heights. I was like very much shook. This makes me sound like such an idiot, but I was like, I can't believe there's no Starbucks here Um, because it was quite a walk. But anyway, I mean, honestly, it's like like I don't like Starbucks, but I'm annoyed that there's no Starbucks here because I'm just like sometimes I just want a convenient latte, you know, Exactly. doesn't matter what it is. Um, But it's just it's just not in the cards for me these days. Um, okay, we were talking Wait. Starbies. We were. Okay, <laughs> but we were also talking sleepiness. That was that was going to be my segue. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I have a review related to that, which is I wanted to review when you fall asleep in a movie that you want to see, but then you uh can't sleep during a movie that you don't want to see. Ooh, what's the movie you didn't want to see? I'm rating. I'm rating that situation a four out of ten because one, I'm always looking to catch Z's, so the first yeah. one is so bad. Um, and also, I am vaguely interested in movies, so it's also not that bad when I do end up watching something I don't want. But basically, I saw I saw lots of bits and pieces of Blue is the Warmest Color that Steven oh. started watching while I was trying to watch The Great British Bake Off Professionals to unwind from my day of work. And then I was trying to fall asleep on the couch, and I just could not sleep and just kept just, like, having to hear the sex sounds of that movie. <laughs> Dude, it's um, a freaking great movie, though. Yeah, I mean, from the little the little pieces that I saw, the acting was very well done. Um, I yeah. don't have a lot of commentary. I think Steven, like, thought it was a good movie. Definitely felt like it was a very, like, this is how a man would film lesbians. Not, yeah, I mean, that's, oh, like, the thing it's, like, known for or whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, which obviously Steven doesn't love. Um, but the, otherwise, like, good movie. Um, and then the movie I fell asleep during but uh, wanted to see was we finally were watching Knives Out Glass Onion. Yes. Um, and so, but okay, but this is, all right, this is, this is what's funny though, is that basically, so I watched like the first 10 minutes and then I fell asleep, like in, like couldn't, like was trying to hold my eyes open. And then the next thing I know, it was 45 minutes later. Mm. Um, but I would say, honestly, I don't feel like I really missed anything in the movie, like was able to catch up really quickly. And I'm just kind of like, I feel like this movie must have been too long because I actually really thought it was fun and didn't feel like I missed much of the plot <laughs> despite sleeping through 45 minutes of it. So like I really enjoyed it. Very silly, very goofy. But I'm also like probably didn't need to be as long as it was if I could sleep through that much of it and pretty much have an enjoyable experience. <laughs> I love that. I feel like that's because it's just like not that deep. It's like you can figure out what's going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, if anything, I don't know. I'm just like, yeah, just movies need to be shorter. Again, I've said it on the yeah. pod so many times. <laughs> yeah. It's just like any movie like that isn't like you just don't have to be like over two hours long. So few movies need to be over two hours long. Like they really need to like editors need to just get in that. I don't know. Side note. Do you ever smell your forearm and it like smells good? <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Do you uh, smell your skin like you put your nose up against it? Well, if I'm like, if I had like put on a nice lotion and then I like forgot about it and then I'm like, oh, this smells good. Sometimes no, that'll happen. The scent of, the scent of my own pheromones. I don't know that I've experienced that. It just probably has to do with the fact that I don't shower enough. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is like a tick I had as like a child. Like I would like breathe like 
hot air onto my forearm and then like smell it. That is. <laughs> anyway, it smells good. Everyone okay. try it at home. Rate Let me that. know what you think. Rate that experience. <laughs> I rate that six out of ten. Makes me feel um a little weird and also mm-hmm. quirky. Quirky. You're you're a quirky girl. We love that. We love a manic pixie dream girl on this pod. <laughs> ten out of ten. just like smelling (laughs) (laughs) so okay i would say my tick that i love to have is smelling my hair oh i do that too yeah that's great yeah like constantly like putting my hair in my face and kind of just smelling it and holding it in front of my face and i mean as i discussed in the pod last time of like it's the same thing i feel like of how i like put my hands as goggles over my eyes it's the same (laughs) thing as part of the covering face thing but then also smelling my hair it's like 10 out of 10 right okay is it a 10 out of 10 it's a, I think it's a 10 out of 10. Maybe I would say it's an 8 out of 10 depending on who else is in the room and how much they're making fun of me because it definitely gets detracted if someone is just like, why are you constantly giving yourself a beard? And whether or not they're <laughs> saying that with love or whether or not they're saying that with uh, extreme confusion and revulsion. <laughs> I don't feel like anyone's actually ever called me out on that. I feel like I just do it and nobody says a word. You should um, hang out with more assholes. <laughs> <laughs> True. I remember, okay, speaking of other weird tics we have, so I like make a lot of um, faces constantly. I make a lot of, have a lot of facial expressions. Very expressive face, I would say. (laughs) Brag. (laughs) Humble brag over here. I have a lot of expressions happening in my face. Um, And sometimes they're weird faces. (laughs) Um, And so I feel like I was like chewing on my lip or something. I was doing something weird. This is when I worked at Whole Foods. And I remember in my, I was like, just like my coworker was showing me something, like an old man that I worked with, one of the other bakers. And he just kind of looked at me for a second. He's just like, what are you doing? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, you're like chewing on your lip, making weird faces. And I was like, oh, I just like, I wasn't really paying attention. He's like, do you look at your boyfriend like that? <laughs> like, oh, probably without thinking about it. Like what? <laughs> um, and I think about that all the time. And especially, yeah, like with, with masking, I feel like that was actually such a boon to uh me and my life because people can't see all the weird faces i'm making all the time yeah i did like that as well yeah and then uh but now that's you know i mean it's not over but is also i don't wear a mask a lot of the time and uh i'm like everybody gets to see how weird i am all the time again (laughs) beautiful beautiful Mm -hmm. we love it yeah so make constantly making weird faces i would say that's a five out of ten kind of a neutral for me nice wait I went to um, Good Move yesterday. Mm-hmm. I literally every podcast I just tell the same story. I'm like, I went to Good. No, wait. Move. We need to. Should we do this in your segment? We need. An oh intro yeah. For okay. Your new segment. Okay. Wait. What's the song gonna be? Let's just improv it. All right. You okay. give me a beat. Give me a beat. Bing bing boom boom bing 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 boom boom bing bing boom bing bing dance boom bing bing boom bing. Okay. Okay. Maybe we can workshop that. I was trying to think of something like light and fun and bubbly. Yeah. So that, was I... <laughs> that was very good. That was very good. Um, each dance lol. It's it's been a roller coaster, but let me start with the bad and I'll end with the good. Okay. Okay. So we end our podcast last week, right? I'm like, yes, this is my mm-hmm. time. Eat dance lol. Living my mm-hmm. best life, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The very same day, mm-hmm. I open up TikTok. I find mm-hmm. out my favorite infertile tiktoker who has been through two rounds of failed ivf and has been trying to conceive for two and a half years Mm -hmm. she's pregnant folks and guess what the secret to her pregnancy was what was it it was a keto diet for one month 
keto diet for one month. So I just absolutely lost my mind for a moment because I was Mm -hmm. like, oh my God, it's confirmed that I'm infertile because I'm fat. Fuck. No. (laughs) No, no, no. But this is where my mind was at. Yes, yes. No, and I I mean, it's more of like, I'm doing an audience reaction, not a a condemning of you. (laughs) I would probably have the same reaction because that's how I generally interpret anything good happening to other people is that. I'm bad and fat. <laughs> exactly. So that sucked for me. I'm happy for her yeah. in like a rational way, but it was like, wow, that sucks. Um, and then the other, this other TikToker who I follow also got pregnant, but she got pregnant from IVF. Good for her, yes. but whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I was just like, oh my God, now I can't go on TikTok anymore. It's not mm-hmm. a safe place for me anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I was also kind of the eat part of eat dance lull was kind of, ruined for me for a little bit because I was a little in my head yeah 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 but anyway how how is that how has that moved on throughout the week are you feeling a little better about that or are you like I'm gonna keto diet I feel better I'm not gonna keto diet folks I don't even know how so that's that's one and um I would say it my feelings got a lot better starting Friday because I had a great weekend, thanks to fucking Julius at mm-hmm. fucking Good Move, literally mm-hmm. the best person in the world. I also we need to start tagging him in all of our Instagram posts. He's incredible. I got to take a class with him on Monday because I had Monday off. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. So I had two mm-hmm. in one week, and I'm going to Candlelight Restorative Yoga tonight. Can't wait for that. So that's very joyful. And mm-hmm. Adrian mm-hmm. and I ordered from our favorite vegan Ethiopian <gasps> restaurant last night and let me tell you not a fan of vegan i've mentioned this place on the pod before but i just Mm. love this place so much it's so good dude that sounds amazing and extremely healthful exactly extremely healthful and guess what i had for lunch the leftovers leftovers. amazing beautiful it's a beautiful day when we have beautiful leftovers we did like truly what greater gift to yourself is having enough buying enough food to then have leftovers of something you love exactly and we were very um bold because we usually when we get we get ethiopian we usually get the like feast where they give you like a scoop of each thing you know what i mean and mm-hmm. you like share it mm-hmm. this time we were like you know what we've done that a, a bunch we know which items we love mm-hmm. and so we just ordered like the lentils that we love and the like mm-hmm. shiro and like oh it's perfect. It perfect just the greatest hits just the greatest hits only hell yeah and we got a lot of those and it was great wonderful all right can we get number ratings on each thing that you've done in this segment i need a number rating for the keto diet news keto diet news that's a zero made me feel like mm-hmm. shit yeah fuck that, fuck that. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, also anyone listening who thinks now that i should just do the keto diet and that will solve my infertility that is wrong anyway, yeah that is wrong <laughs> okay that's factually wrong <laughs> um okay what about um julius's classes julius's classes 10 out of 10 dude i was telling you this but i'm like now i'm like this summer Mm -hmm. i'm not pregnant i'm gonna become a member at good move i'm gonna go every day i'm gonna freaking stalk julius i'm gonna take every class (laughs) i'm gonna become him i'm gonna wear but um actually i love it wouldn't that be amazing to go to a dance class every day imagine the power i would have that sounds delightful and you will be a fucking beefcake too by the end of the summer because you'll be so powerful everyone knows that a dancer's body (laughs) is a beefcake body usually described as such uh yeah 10 to our beefcake dancers out there yep 
And so that is a great plan for me. That yeah. class is obviously 10 out of 10. And the other thing, Buna Ethiopian, Cafe, yeah. that's a 10. Leftovers were a 10. Beautiful. Beautiful. Shiro, my favorite Ethiopian ground lentil, I think. Maybe chickpeas. I don't know. Whatever. That dish, mm-hmm. 10 out of 10. Ugh, that sounds delightful. That sounds absolutely <sighs> wonderful. That's so good. Mm-hmm. Do you have any funny stories from like watching the boys and stuff last night? Um, I okay. I guess I have. Yeah, let's. Um, what time is it? What time is that? It's time for the motherhood minute. Um. Okay, so I have one little story. I feel like it's not. It's just sort of like a funny atmosphere of constant noise, screaming, and running. Mm. Um, when the boys are here with Sylvia, which Sylvia absolutely loves. Um, so Sylvia is way easier when the boys are here because I can basically do nothing to take care of, care of her except for occasionally throw snacks at her <laughs> because she's so busy with them. It's like awesome. Um, nice. so I would say, uh, we were all playing outside, um, mm. because like basically like they get here and I'm just like, this is a madhouse in a good way, but this is a madhouse. There's three more <laughs> children in here. This is wildness. Um, we're going to go outside so we can all kind of collect ourselves and I like can, can ac- like acclimate to the level of noise that's now in my home. <laughs> um, and my oldest nephew likes to do what we just call exploding, which is like he basically like and he's been doing this for a long time, which is sort of he's usually like doing boss fights or reenacting fights for movies or things like that. But it's like all in his mind. So he's kind of running back and forth and doing big movements and going like um, and this is like a classic thing that he does. Ten out of ten. We love it. It's great because it's also like sometimes he's a little too riled up and you're just like, go explode in your room, go explode outside. And then he just like will do that for like an hour. And it's like incredible. I'm like, I hope Sylvia does this. And I have a little more hope that Sylvia does this because Sylvia viewing this immediately <laughs> starts running in circles going <laughs> like all around the yard, also doing little explosions. And it was cute. so cute. Just watching her hustle around, she picks up her little elbows as she hustles about, and she's just like sprinting back and forth with them. Um, so funny! Ten out of ten to the children exploding. I love it. That's amazing. I love that Sylvia. She's great. Yeah. She's learning from the best. She is really learning from the best. It is delightful. Um, she. I'm trying to think of other. Oh, I, I one of my things that I wrote down to uh, to rate was that Sylvia has recently taken to just yelling what around the house all the time which i think is probably unfortunately something she got from me constantly doing that to steven um but now she just runs around the house going what what all the time which i rate as an eight out of ten so i think it's extremely funny and but it's also like a little bit annoying and like maybe just chill out um but that's pretty good too she's definitely like entering a phase because okay because i would say like when babies our newborn you got a newborn baby and you're like this is this could be a badger this could be a mole this could be something found in the woods and they're like these little tender soft creatures that are also completely feral who are just driven by hunger and the warmth of your breast (laughs) like (laughs) this is like it's like a bizarre you're in bizarro world you have a small animal on your hands Mm -hmm. there's like that level of wildness and then but like she's entering like a new period of wildness now in toddlerhood which is just like includes a lot more 
yelling and liking to sort of just like will randomly like just run in circles and kind of spin until she's dizzy and fall <laughs> over um the exploding the yelling what the trying <laughs> to just like do do a violence upon things out of rage um <laughs> It's just a yeah. It's a real. It's a real leveling up that we're going through, and it's a. It's an interesting, an interesting phase, I would say. Yeah, it does remind me of my own baby brother when he was a toddler. It was mm-hmm. a lot of energy. It's a lot. Yeah, yeah, big, big energy, real big energy from these babies. <laughs> um, but speaking of me not being in my motherhood minute, I did go to my ceramics class this. Oh last yeah, I want to hear the whole review. I hope it was good. It was super good. I'm just going nice. to come out and say it was a 10 out of 10. Just oh, nice. To go. Was it um, old ladies or was it young ladies? Well, okay. So I took a ceramics class here at the Vallejo Clay Center. Um, or is that what it's called? I think it's Vallejo Clay something. Maybe Vallejo okay. Clay Studio. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, I took a class there about a year ago um, to make mugs. And basically, I'd signed up for the class and then nobody signed up for it. And there's like a COVID surge. So I'd gotten an email from the teacher being like, hey, do you mind if we push this back and we'll like try and fill some more seats? And also, like, I think people aren't signing up because of COVID. So we might not want to gather anyway. And I was like, okay, great. Yeah, whatever. I don't care. We pushed it back like a month. And then I went and it was like the older lady teacher and like her two friends um because like still no one signed up for the class but she mm-hmm. like didn't want to cancel on me after pushing it back and like mm-hmm. so she was just like I just am coercing my friends to take it nice. um it was great and also the reason that I got the job that I currently have because um oh yeah the nice. pottery teacher uh is best friends with my current boss and uh oh. honestly That's yeah cool. truly truly miracles happen <laughs> um but anyway so that was the last time I took it. So this time, first of all, I sent the link to one of my friends who does a ton of art and is a great artist, but has never done ceramics before. So I sent her the link of being like, do you want to take this class with me? She also lives in Vallejo, my friend Danielle. Um, and I wasn't sure if she would have time. She's also working or want to pay money to do the class right now. But she did. She ended up wanting to take it and there were spots to sign up for it. So not only did yes. I get to take this class, but I got to like take this class with my like adult friend that I love who like like so I got to be like not near a baby and near a friend that I know and then we went to the class and it was like two other ladies and a dude like it was like a full she only does six person classes because it's a really small studio it's like her production studio that she just has a big table in Mm -hmm. um but so it was like a full class and it was just like we just like chilled and made planters um and something that I loved is that my friend Danielle got like very she like had a great concept that she decided to do that took mm-hmm. a lot like it was a three hour class and we had three hours that we could have filled the time everyone else left after like an hour and a half because oh, they wow. were done with their pots um, but my friend took like a full like two and a half hours to finish hers and I I think I could have I could have finished mine after like an hour and a half but when I saw she was doing something more elaborate that like made me also stay and just like oh well I'll just like keep carving this planter and like adding different designs to it and stuff and it didn't get like crazy complicated but it was nice to like have the motivation just like stay and chat and sort of meditatively like carve into my pot and carve into the clay and it was just like so chill and nice and like pleasant to just like be out and in a quiet adult space for a while (laughs) like sounds so nice yeah yeah it was I would highly recommend as part of your eat dance lol if you have any time to to take like a hand building pottery class because it's just like 
really slow and meditative and like really I don't know it's just really fun like I was always a wheel thrower when I was doing ceramics all the time Mm -hmm. which is super fun super messy I mean maybe if you're better at it it's not as messy but like I was always super messy it obviously is like much faster but then that means you also destroy things faster and so it's been nice these hand building classes I've been taking I've taken at this studio because it's just like it forces me to like really slow down Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's a 10 out of 10, just super, super fun. It's really nice. I have very much considered taking pottery classes over the summer. My hesitation is they're very expensive, as you know, you know. Yeah. yeah. And also, I'm like, this is a brand new skill that I have no, like, literally zero experience with. So it's going to be very hard for me. And that might, that might ruin it for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I would we'll say if you're doing, well, I mean, a lot of it will depend on your teacher. But yeah. I would say if you choose a hand building class, it's just like, and like if you choose a beginner's hand building class, I feel like that is like slow paced. You can't really fuck it up that much. And like it'll be, you would be totally fine. I feel like wheel throwing can be a lot more frustrating. It's like a much steeper learning curve. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I mean, I would highly encourage it, obviously, because I love the cerams. Um, but yeah, I, I understand the hesitation. Did I already say that my other goal for the summer was to take a like guitar playing class? I think I did. No, I don't remember oh. you mentioning that. Okay, because wouldn't that that I think I should actually do because yeah. even though that I also think it's going to be very frustrating for me to learn, mm-hmm. it's a skill that I can really take with me. I can mm-hmm. you know how my rock band dreams yes. are coming true. I feel like I can work mm-hmm. on that. Yes, and my song, my lifelong dream of being a songwriter. I'm like I could actually write a song if I knew how to play guitar do you know what i'm saying i could yes. like jam along to myself right That'd be great That'd be oh great. my god you should 100 percent do that i would love that and then that also take totally dance every yeah. day mm-hmm. and then that's also my whole probably. life that <laughs> is literally a perfect life though. <laughs> like, what else do you need that's true that's um true. that sounds amazing yeah and i feel like because like that is honestly a major issue with doing ceramics and like it almost makes me annoyed that it is like the art craft that I like fell in love with as like a teenager because like it requires space and equipment and Mm -hmm. mess that is like not particularly transportable yeah like I definitely like could set up something here for like hand building but it just would be like a lot and I'm just like just even just like needing to rinse away that much mud and like then deal with glazes and like you can't just pour that stuff down the drain if you're rinsing things it's like a whole it's a whole thing and it makes it like I'm like why did I ever pick up this thing that <laughs> requires so much like it's very annoying yeah but you know whatever it is what it is but it's a beautiful craft and you have beautiful ceramics oh, which is great dude okay I have another motherhood minute womp, okay. womp, womp. that's us warping back into the motherhood minute. Okay. <laughs> Um, which is that Sylvia kicked over one of my ceramic planters I had made some years ago uh, off the stairs when I was walking down our front steps with her and it just broke in half. And it's a planter that like she has, it's like one of those things where it's like, I guess this is an accident, but also like because of like you're holding onto the railing and it's along the railing. But I'm also Mm -hmm. watching you look at where your foot is and you're just kicking it. Like, (laughs) it's like on the one hand, you're a toddler. So, like, how much control do you have over your actions? And on the other hand, I'm watching you look at this ceramic pot and kick it so that it falls down the stairs (laughs) and breaks. Because she's almost knocked it over a bunch of times before. And this time I was, like, holding a bunch of stuff because we were – this was right at the beginning of us – 
because I took a couple days off. So we like went. Um, oh, I haven't even reviewed that yet. I forgot about that. I did something fun this week. Ooh, um, we went to we dropped Sylvia off at my sister's is like oh, our yeah. babysitting exchange we did it was like we got to have a date uh, last weekend and we like stayed the night at her house afterwards um, and they watched Sylvia. And then this week they got to go on a date while we watched the boys. Um, but uh, we went to Russian River Brew Pub in Santa Rosa, which was amazing. But anyways, as we're leaving, so I'm, like, carrying, like, the diaper bag. I'm carrying a jacket. I'm carrying random stuff. I'm holding Sylvia's hand. We are walking down the stairs, and she just slowly looks (laughs) down and kicks over my cactus and breaks my pot in two. And I'm just, like, (laughs) especially because I used to do ceramics all the time. And then since moving to Vallejo, which also coincided with, like, getting pregnant and becoming a mom, it's just, like, been very hard for me to get back into it because, as I was saying, it requires so much different, like, setup. Like, I would need to find a studio. Like, you were saying, it's expensive. So, like, it hasn't – it's been a lot lot of back burner, put on the back burner a lot. And so Mm -hmm. now, like, it was one thing for me to break a pot that I really liked that I had made years ago when I was, like, able to go and kind of try and recreate it. Mm -hmm. And now it, like – can sometimes be extremely triggering for me because it's like not just like oh I broke this thing that I liked but also I can't make it and I can't make it because I don't have any money and I don't have any fucking time because I'm just a mom and I just have to channel all of my energy and time and money into this fucking baby that's breaking all of my shit like that's the dark (laughs) place that I go but it was truly the silver lining was like knowing that I was going to take this class literally like in four days time of that moment where I would be making a new planter and that is like the only thing that made it where I'm like I'm just gonna take a breath and also like and Sylvia like very cutely whenever she knocks anything over or drops anything points at and goes "Uh uh-oh uh-oh but I'm just kind of like are you mocking me (laughs) so I'm just like taking a breath and I'm just like okay Okay. And I had to like go grab a little pot that I had, like some like plastic planter so I could throw the cactus in it so that it wouldn't die. Um, can, you do, away. can you do the Japanese art of like visible mending or whatever that is? Dude, can I tell you right now? Oh my God. This is going to be, this is like a sad zero out of 10 to this aspect of my personality. Well, okay. I call it a two out of 10, which is constantly buying supplies for crafts that I will never do. I have now maybe. Mm, four no I think I finally threw some away when we moved out of Davis right now I think I only currently have two broken pottery items that I insist on keeping that are just broken (laughs) items in my home and I have purchased not the like an an actual like Japanese it's called kintsugi where you like Mm -hmm. glue it with a special resin and you like put gold in it so Mm -hmm. it's like a beautiful gold mending and it like Mm -hmm. makes beauty out of the broken object by emphasizing the broken pieces that's like the whole thing for people that were not knowing what you were referencing. Okay. Um, so anyways, that like resin stuff is like one really expensive, hard to get, like the actual like Japanese what you're like the traditional what you're supposed to use. But then I found like a YouTube thing of someone who basically has like gotten epoxy and like gold paint and stuff and made something that looked very similar. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, if I'm just experimenting, that's what I'll get. So I have now at this part point at this point at this point I now have multiple broken pots in my house I have purchased all of the items necessary to try and do this and you know when I bought those items I bought those items in like 2018 it is now 2023 and I have not even opened them I have not even opened them I have not ever made the effort 
I also have two. My sweet, sweet nephews made. I hope that my sister's not listening to this with them in the room. They made Stephen beautiful clay sculptures for. I can't remember if it was for his. I think it was for his birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, that then were knocked over at a certain point in my home at different times and have broken. And I'm like, I need to glue these. Um, and I also haven't done that and it's been months and I like just have like a pile of broken items in my house that I'm insisting that I will glue <laughs> and we cannot throw away because I'm going to glue them. They'll be totally fine once we glue them. Um, the Steven is periodically like, can I throw this away? And I'm like, no, I'm going to glue it. And then it's just like, they've been broken some things for years, some things for months, some things for weeks. And I'm just like, <laughs> I have a disorder. Like what, <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> I love that. I so love yeah, that. that's a two out of ten, I think. Uh, I'm glad we had the same me. thought of what you could do. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, it's a great idea. It's a great idea that one day, and you know, the only reason that I even bought the stuff to do it is because I was talking to my friend Marie once about how I was sad my stuff was broken, but I wanted to try this thing to mend it, which is why I was holding on to it. And she's like, "Well, why don't you just buy the stuff and do it?" And I was like, "What?" And then she said that to me enough times, like, have you bought this stuff? We should do it. We can, like, get together and do it. Then I, like, finally bought all the stuff. But then we never ended up having, like, we didn't end up getting it together to do it. She's, like, one of my most can-do friends. I feel like she tells me that she's going to do something. And then she, like, goes and does it. And I'm, like, baffled by this. (laughs) That's wonderful. That's a good friend to have. 10 out of 10 to Marie, who I love, who will never listen to this podcast because she hates podcasts. And that makes me sad. Oh. That's very sad. I know. She follows the Insta, though. She's like, I was like, you can finally absorb some of my podcast without having to listen to it. <laughs> That's great. Wait, mm-hmm. I have a TV review quickly. Yeah, jump um, in. I wish I had a song for this, but okay. Wait, if I had to do a song, it would be this. Mm-hmm. Um, programming. British programming. <laughs> <laughs> Come on down to the British TV. Section. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Guys, if you're not watching Happy Valley, you need to watch Happy Valley immediately. If you like British stuff, if you like people with funny accents, mm-hmm. if you like crime shows, if you mm-hmm. like when the protagonist, the lead of a show is a woman in her 50s, mm-hmm. that's fun. Okay, that's fun. Mm-hmm. And... That's what you get. We love a mature woman on this pod. We love a mature woman. And we love a mature woman who is a police officer in England. Okay. Mm -hmm. And very funny to note the differences in countries between ours and England because um, obviously there's no guns. There's no guns like that is wild to think of a crime show where there is no guns. Yeah. And like to the point where she has to like chase down and tackle and like her only weapons are her fists <laughs> and like her like gully stick or whatever the fuck i thought is it oh uh, wait i was gonna What's say bully stick and then i'm bully. like i think that's a dog chew toy no i feel like there's something with bully it's like bully baton or something baton Maybe. i don't Maybe know they're both called that in. <laughs> she's got a stick and that's her strongest weapon that she can mm-hmm. use Damn. and so she has to literally just like run down these people like including like serial killers who again <laughs> don't use guns like the killers don't use guns. nobody's using a gun which is very refreshing but also yeah. there's a lot of beating mm-hmm. for that reason <laughs> there's a lot of beating to a pulp yeah um so anyway if you like a crime show not a true crime but a imaginary mm-hmm. crime i definitely mm-hmm. recommend trigger warning for violence of course mm-hmm. um yes it is full of crime it is full of crime. But 
it's good and you get to hear the funny accents i like to um imitate the accents and that's one of the great joys in life yeah british accents dude true that true that like being able to do an act an accent without it being problematic which like no offense to british people if you think that it's problematic but also like come on we know that it's not (laughs) right okay okay, i had a moment in school the other day i'm like this isn't problematic right if it's british i don't know i I don't know really i I don't know i mean i feel like at least it's the least problematic i would say i think we can officially say it is the least problematic accent for us to do (laughs) yeah because it's like punching up or whatever i don't know exactly like if a british person did an american accent made fun of that i think that would also be fine yeah a white american accent let's be clear (laughs) i do have a british um insult that i would like to review and that is calling someone a scrote oh and i would like to read that that. a 10 out of 10 that is a 10 out of 10 yes scrote or calling someone a trollop I yeah. also rate that a 10 out of 10. That feels very pirate to me, which yes, I like you especially. Trollop. Oh, I love that. I love Scrote. I have not heard yes, that. Scrote is very good. That is solid. That is a 10 out of 10. I love hearing a new insult that just sort of like, just sort of sticks with you. I love mm-hmm. having, or a new repulsive phrase. Like I remember hearing on a different podcast, someone s- saying to someone else to huff my nuts. <laughs> And that is one of my favorite phrases to say to someone that's annoying me. <laughs> that's very good. That's very good. Yeah, really solid. 10 out of 10. Um, yeah. We love that. We do. Can I fully change gears? Yeah. My house towards the end of the street. My house trying not to destroy it. Um, so I have a couple home updates that I did post on our Insta stories, but I just wanted to fill anyone in on the details of these events that have happened over the last several weeks. There's just a couple. Um, so I am trying to not burn my home down or destroy it. That's like one of my goals. It was an investment. We spent a lot of money on <laughs> trying to just constantly improve it. Um, so, I mean, I discussed recently the, um, the insulation problem. Mm-hmm. in the ceiling which I have not dealt with yet but I was talking to um Dwayne the contractor that we hired to do the stairs that I also see it at my job sometimes he comes through a lot but I was I like to basically any like home improvement type of thing I just like to bring up to him whenever I see him because then he'll give me like someone who knows something's opinion on that thing yeah <laughs> um, which I like and he was saying like you know that's a good thing to do but he he's saying like before I do that I might want to like He's like, I should really go through and make sure all my windows and doors are sealed because he's like, you know, you can insulate your ceiling all you want. But like if you have a gap in your door, you just are creating a channel of wind in your home and a current of cold air. And like that you depending on especially since he knows we're in like an old house of just like you might want to check that first. Hmm. Um, And I was like, okay, that's a good point. And so then that makes me come home later that week. And just stare at the window AC unit we have that we said we would take out of the window um, months ago for the winter time, but didn't. And I'm just noticing how it's like I can just see daylight like through mm-hmm. it. And I'm just like, this is just an open window in my living room. Like, yeah. that's probably not good for my gas bill and for my home being fucking cold all the time. So this is like a day I'm like getting home from work and Sylvia had just gone down for a nap. So she was still asleep. Um, the babysitter leaves and I'm just like looking at it and it's like a sunny day. Um, Steven's not going to be home for hours. I'm feeling kind of energized. And I'm just looking at the AC unit and just hating it. And I'm like, you know what? I can fucking take this out. 
I'm just going to try and take it out and see what happens. I'm going to try and take it out. And I like look up online. I take it out. And it's like, you know, it says to have two people because it's really heavy. And I'm just like, I'm really strong. This is not a problem. Um, And it's like, you know, you're supposed to kind of, you got to unscrew it. First of all, the AC unit was supposed to be screwed in with three screws. There's a single screw in it, which I'm like, great previous homeowners. Why is this? Like, I feel like that just is emblematic of everything I found in the home, which is like, oh, a thing that's supposed to have three only has one. Mm. Um. But I unscrew it. And then, you know, we got these old windows. So it's like when you're looking up how to do this, it's like you open the window a little bit at a time and kind of shimmy the AC unit forward because it's really back heavy. Um, And I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm like trying to kind of shimmy it forward at all, see if there's any room for it to wiggle while the window is closed. There's not. So I'm like trying to lift the window a little bit. But then the window's kind of stuck. The window's a little bit stuck. So I'm like trying to open it a little bit while also kind of supporting the AC unit. So I just kind of rest my forearm on the AC unit that's sticking into the house mm-hmm. um, to kind of be holding it. And then I use my other hand to very forcefully press the window because I'm trying like just, you know, like lightly hitting it to like try and get it to inch up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but then actually just punch up the window so that it opens all the way and my AC unit just falls straight out the window outside. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was a big excitement. I would rate it, honestly, still a 5 out of 10 because it was an old AC unit that came with the house. Um, and I did really want it out of the window. And it was officially <laughs> out of the window at that point. Did it wake um, Sylvia up? The no. Also, extra wow. points for not waking up my baby. Um, negative points for being destroyed. Um, <laughs> negative points for my neighbor pulling up in that exact moment. Um, so that when I go outside to pick it up and move it out of the like broken side of my house to like into like the garage or our driveway to eventually take to the dump and her just being like, that's not how you're supposed to take it out of the window. (laughs) I'm like, thank you for your feedback. Um, and I was like, no, 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 I meant to do it that way. That's what I wanted. And she did believe me for a second. I was like, actually, that was a joke. Um, (laughs) But anyway, so that whole interaction was a little bit not my favorite. Um, but uh, yeah, so I did throw my AC unit out the window. That was a big learning experience for me, I guess. So for anyone who's thinking about doing it, you really should have two people. And it's not easy, even if you're really strong like me, you still <laughs> should probably have a second person to support the AC unit while someone's opening the window. Because actually one-handed, I'm not as strong to hold the whole AC unit <laughs> in my window. <laughs> Yeah, that's very hard to do. Yeah. Did we not talk about this on the pod? I don't think so. I don't think so. I know. I just reported it in the, um, I just reported it on Instagram. I'm pretty sure I didn't. Um, If I did, deeply apologize to everyone who's reheard the story. I doubt. I doubt. I I don't think so. And then my other thing that I posted about on our stories but did not talk about was that by myself again, I'm making focaccia because I'm trying to work on a focaccia recipe right now. Sylvia's being very clingy, so I have my oven preheated, I have my focaccia all oiled, I throw it in the oven, I'm having to hold Sylvia one-handed, throw the shit into the oven, try not to burn either of us while the windows, or while the oven's open. Ten minutes later, this, Sylvia and I are home by ourselves again, Steven is at work. Ten minutes later, I smell burning, so I go to look at the oven, being like, oh, some oil might be dripping on the oven, maybe I can put another pan under it to catch it, and instead, actually, there's just a full, like, small campfire grease fire in the bottom of my oven. Um... Which was absolutely horrifying. And it's that moment of just being like, do I just turn off the oven and it'll go out? And then having the moment of realization of like, 
this is too big of a fire and I don't yeah. know how much it's going to spread. And oh, I God. don't know, like, like, I don't, I just don't know. Like, I don't know if this is going to burn so much in there that it will light the whole focaccia loaf on fire that's covered yeah. in oil, which would then be a huge fire or if it would just slowly go out, but I would just have to like fumigate my home with the smell of burning oil oh, or like, what do I do here? Um, And so, of course, like, as soon as I see it, I, like, turn off the oven and I turn on, like, the fan above the oven, like, higher. Okay, smart. Um, And then, and in that moment, I'm starting, like, I smelled it right before smoke starts, like, pouring out of the oven. So I go and I, like, open our door because there's, like, a, a, our kitchen connects to the outside with, by, like, a door to our outside. So I open that door to, like, get the smoke out. The smoke alarm immediately starts going off as Mm -hmm. I'm, like, doing this. Sylvia, of course, hates that. And yeah. doesn't really understand what it is. Just a horrible sound. I'm, like, running back and forth. And then I'm, like, so I have, like, a box of salt next to my oven. Oh. And so I go. So I'm going to use, I'm going to, like, open the oven and throw the salt on it to put out the grease fire. Um, It's also, like, in that moment, I'm, like, I don't have a fire extinguisher. And I, like, there's no fire extinguisher in my home. Like, having that. You should get one. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely on my to-do list now. Nice. <laughs> um. So I'm like, but I don't want to open the oven while holding my baby because yeah. who's been demanded to be held by me all day. But and then also, especially now, it's freaked out. So I'm like running back and forth and there's a small fire and also the smoke <laughs> alarms are going off and it's smoky. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't want to open the oven with while holding her. Um. So I set her down in like the living room, just like five feet away, just to like give her a little space. And she immediately like is screaming, just is yeah. screaming as soon as I put her down grab my box of salt, throw it on the fire, close the oven again, you know, releases a ton of smoke. It does put it out. Um, Smart. Just losing it. And then I just like open all windows and all doors and go sit outside with her for like an hour. But it was just like very stressful, not great. And it was just like flashing before my eyes of just like, wow, we just spent all this money on this house. And what if I just burned down our whole fucking kitchen? Like I probably yeah. wouldn't burn down the house. Like my first impulse, there was also like, so my neighbor was having some sort of like outdoor plumbing work done across the street. And when I was like, I don't have a fire extinguisher. I have a baby here. There's a fire in my oven. Like, like honestly, like probably would have just been contained. Even if I did let it burn out, it just would have filled my home with burning oil smoke. I doubt it would have gotten more out of control. But of like, I was just like, should I just like run out of the house now and like see if like these men will do something about it? <laughs> or like, That's help hard. Me? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know what to do. Like I had a, like a, like, I feel like it was just like many possibilities flashing through my mind all at once. Um, but then it was like, oh, I have salt and I can just do this. Um, yeah, so yeah, you definitely did quick thinking and did the right thing. And that's really freaking scary, dude. Yeah, zero out of 10 and zero out of 10 to then having just like a doughy underbaked focaccia that I had just spent like all day making that then was just like a piece of shit in my oven I had to throw out like on and then and then having to fucking spend like 40 minutes cleaning all the salt and oil out of my oven just like zeros out of like zeros on top of zeros out of 10 was that whole situation that's very bad dude fuzzy my beloved fuzzy like tells a story Mm -hmm. of like walking home from school and being like "Ooh, a fire truck and like following it and being like oh it's going to my house and like realizing that her house was on fire oh holy shit (laughs) yeah I don't remember the ending of that story but I think it was something from the kitchen it was like a kitchen situation Mm. yeah it's common so I would say reviewers one I would like to know do you have fire extinguishers in your home um you should probably get one so should I I will I have one good good my landlord 
Shout That's out, excellent. Don. Shout out. The one thing, the one he can't can't handle the mice, but he can handle a fire extinguisher. That's very important. Um, but also, I want to know: Have you Googled recently how to put out a grease fire? Highly recommend doing that, uh, Dude, just so you have that stuff in your mind. That is exactly what Adrian and I did after hearing the story. We were like, "Wait a second, how would we put out a grease fire?" Mm-hmm. And then we had to like Google it. Yeah, because it's like in some fire extinguisher. I mean, most fire extinguishers, I feel like, could put out a small grease fire just by the quantity of stuff you have in there. We yeah. do usually need like a special. Uh, I don't think all fire extinguishers are designed for that, but like you definitely no. don't want to throw water on it. But baking soda is really good. Salt is really good, or just smothering it with like a pot lid or something if it's small, like and on your stove. Okay, the baking. First of all, I also read about baking soda, and I was like, the quantity of baking soda that I own is like yeah, a couple tablespoons. I don't think that's gonna put out much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is definitely like for the people that like use it for cleaning and buy it and in amounts at Costco. True. Um, but wait. Oh, I also had a moment of like, how do I use a fire extinguisher? I don't know if I I've never used one. Don't know if I no, could me neither. You just press a thing. I hope it's like you just press you like a thing. you basically I I mean from having read the instructions on a fire extinguisher a few times, I think there's like a pin and you like pull it out and then you squeeze a hand you like point it at the base of the fire and you squeeze a handle. Um Damn. so I feel like I feel like it's not that hard to use because then it has to be designed where any idiot could use it, right? Yeah, I would hope. I would hope. But that was my moment of fear. Yeah. No, I think about that, too. I don't know. But those are, those are my home dramas. Those are my home dramas. Um, but we've all lot. survived. We're short one AC unit. Um, we're short one of <laughs> bread. But otherwise, everyone is fine. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. My thrilling life. That is, that is a lot. Speaking of thrilling life, I have to go to my yoga class in a few minutes, so I Ooh. might have to sign off here. Yeah, let's get out I'm of here. Excited! All Dude, right, have a great yoga. This was a lovely chat. Reviewers, please <laughs> send us an email, friend and Emma. What is it called? Friend and Emma Pod at gmail Send us a note on our Instagram. Follow us at the Review Crew Pod. Yes, um, review us you. on You're Apple Pod. Tens. Yeah, review us on Spotify, on Apple Pod. Give us five stars, please. <laughs> we We're, need it. We, we need, need it. it for our egos, you know. <laughs> it's really important. It's the only thing that keeps me going through the day. It's true. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> uh, you're all perfect tens. I mean, you're a perfect ten and have an incredible yoga class. All right. Ta-ta. Bye. Bye.